Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Big Friends Podcast. My name is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of Big Friends Vitiligo Support Community. We are a nationally recognized support organization. We're delighted to come to you uh, with our show. My show is entitled The Journey with Vitiligo, where I interview members of our community as they share with us their journey of living with vitiligo. Our shows are being sponsored by My Vitiligo's team. And right now I ask that you sit back, relax, and enjoy my show. Thank you. Well, hello, everybody out there in Radioland. This is, as you've heard, Valerie Molyneux and um, Bit Friends Vitiligo Support Group is a national organization with a total of 15 support groups, affiliates across the USA. And for that, we're so proud and grateful. I don't want to delay. Today, I have with me uh, someone that I've been watching in the community, you guys know what I do. I watch folks in the community, their smile grab me, their attitude, their energy, their love of life. So many things grab me about folks, and today I have one of these people. I'm not going to touch her last name. I'll leave that for her. But ladies and gentlemen, from Rochester, New York, introducing Kimberly. Hello, Kimberly, and how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I am fine and excited to finally get to meet you this way rather than on, on Facebook. How are you doing today? I am. I'm very well. I am so blessed and highly favored and so grateful Amen. to be here today. Thank you. Thank you Amen. for having me. Please say your last name because I don't want to butcher that. Well, my last name is Eumis. Like, you missed the bus, you missed the ball. It's easier oh, than it. it it's easier than it looks. Okay. <laughs> well, mine is too, you know. Mine is too. Molly knew. When people see it, they uh-huh. say all sorts of things. But, hey, once they once they treat us well and talk to us well, do we care how they say our last name? Nah. Um, nah. look, um, that's, how I, that's how I weigh who really know me. Yeah. If you know how to spell my last name or if you know how to say it after, you know, after we done. <laughs> we so let me, let me test me. Why don't you test me now? You miss. Did I do it? Yes. Hello. Yeah, I got me a new friend today. <laughs> well, wonderful. It is so my you honor. You did it. Thank yeah. you so much. It is my pleasure to uh-huh. have you on the show. I wanted to get a chance. Your energy sucks me in every time I see you posting something. I'm sucked in by your energy. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and so today I wanted to share you with our national global organization and our community. Uh, listen, we are reaching people. We had a, a, a group meeting, a corporate meeting last week. And I've turned the the reins of this um, podcast over to our co-leader there in North Carolina, uh, Mr. Mark Braxton. And my goodness, when he gave the report of the countries and the nations that we have been heard in, I'm so grateful. So today, 
You're being heard all over the globe. All over the globe. Oh, wow. Hello. Hello, globe. (laughs) I wish you could say it in some different languages. Oh, yeah. I know, right? I know a few, but not not too many. That's okay. I know. What we're going to have Mark do, Mark is going to post um, the different nations that we're being um, heard heard in um, really soon. So people will get to see that, that we're really making a difference, and we're so proud of that. We're so proud. So great to have you a part of this lineup. Great to have you a part of this lineup. Well, let's dig in. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. So tell me a little Mm -hmm. bit. Who is Kimberly Eumas exactly? Who is Kimberly? Oh, Kimberly? Well, (laughs) (laughs) she is. (laughs) She is a host. She is a host of um, things. Well, I am a mother. I am a daughter. I am a sister. I am Mm. a friend. I am a little bit of everything to everyone. Um, Mm. But mostly I am a child of God. I love him. He loves me. Amen. Um, I am just so grateful um, for everything and and everything that has happened in my life um, up until this point. Um, I never felt like it was um, life happening to me, but always for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, my, well, let me let me start by telling you who Kimberly Humus is. Kimberly Humus is a 43 year old African American single mother, born and raised in Rochester, New York. <clears throat> my um, passion is food. I love to cook. Mm. I am a personal chef by trade, and mm. I once um, had a catering business called A Girl on Fire, wow. Girl on Fire Professional Chef Services, and I still operate Girl on Fire, but I teach mostly now. Um, oh, and, um, yeah, I love food. I love to cook for people. I love to feed people. I love to help Wow. Um, she is, yes, I am a helper. I am in the community um, just seeing what I can do, where I can be of help. And lately it's just been with children, you know. Um, a lot of children look up to me um, because I just take the time to talk to them, you know, and just just be in their space, come down to their level. And um, they're so pure, you know. So yeah. I try to yeah. spend my time more or less around the little people, you know, catering to them, or the elder, the older adults. I love older adults. I really do. <laughs> Beautiful. You'll get, we all get there one day, right? 75 and older. Like, I That's can't. Good. Are you five and? Yes. That's I, I just, good. It's something about the wisdom. Um, yes. My best friend is 85. She just turned 85 two days ago. Wow. Yes. Her name is Betty Baker, and she Hey, Betty Baker, I hope you're listening. <laughs> I hope she is, too. Oh, I my God. I'm send her the link when I'm done. <laughs> so let's, let's back up a little bit. So you're, you're, what you do day to day is your chef or your teaching, you think? I am a teacher. I teach to cook, yes. Okay. Okay. I teach, yes. Wonderful. And, um... Yeah, it, and and it is it's very rewarding, you know, because yeah. um, a lot of people you would think a lot of people know how to cook, but they really don't. 
Yeah. They really don't. <laughs> well, you got something swirling in my head right now. You you have something. Um, something is happening in my head right now because I'll tell you if you don't already know, we offer classes, and so we were um, our lineup was Spanish, um, wine one hundred one, cooking and art. Um, oh, wow. um, the Spanish class last year. We just was as a community. We were trying to get creative things as we go through this pandemic. So um, mm-hmm. right today, a couple of days right before the Spanish class was supposed to start, um, that several people backed out. And so we, we put that on the back burner. But I tell you, the, art class, the art class was excellent. Good turnout. Yeah. Um, it was phenomenal, art class. Then the cooking class was a brother in um, uh, Italy. Um, we wanted him to do a cooking class, but there would be some time issues and all of that. So listen, girl, I have a friend named Kimberly in Rochester. Hello. Yes. We can talk about this cooking class. Let's yes. put that on the back burner. I love doing yeah, I love. I yeah, did it. I started my. I started doing cooking shows back in 2013. Wow. I was working for. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please hang tight. Um, I think I would want to say that Kimberly may have hit something on her telephone, but her call has dropped but I'm sure she's going to call us right back. So again, you're listening live to Vit Friends podcast. My show is entitled The Journey with Vitiligo. You know, different ones of us, we have different journey. Our journey can be up, it can be down. It's a journey. And so the purpose of this show is to talk with various people within the community and they can tell us how um, they made it through how the journey was for them. So, um, Chef Kimberly Yumis has just dropped, and they said the call has dropped, and so we're hoping that um, she will call us right back and we can pick up where we've left off. Uh, again, Valerie Molyneux, president and founder, CEO of Vit Friends, Vitiligo Support Community, and Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my guest is back with us. Hi, Kimberly. Sorry about that. I don't know how she disconnected. <laughs> yeah, I looked up and it said call has dropped. But you're back. So let's let's <laughs> dig in. We don't wanna lose like, who any am I to? <laughs> We don't wanna lose any of this time. So let's get in there. So okay. where did your vitiligo first start? Well, my well, vitiligo. Start, I don't call it my vitiligo anymore. It's not mine. It ain't. Right, my, I don't even claim it. Vitiligo. Vitiligo started when I was six years old. I'm 43 wow. now, so I've had it for a while. Wow. I was six years old. I can remember my sixth birthday. Um, my mother, um, she did my hair in this cute ponytail. I always had this thick, beautiful black hair, and it was just this big, puffy ponytail on the back. And it was slicked all back, and I had this pretty dress on. And she kept saying, do you want to put your makeup on? 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? She's like, do you want to put your makeup on? Now, uh-huh. remind you, it was only a little bit over my eye because that's where uh-huh. it started, right over my left eye, right? Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, you know, and my mom had went to this special store, Macy's, I think, and she paid all this money for this little container. It looked like a little maybe contact <laughs> lens um, yeah. kind of. I forget what it was called. Derma blend, I'm sure. Derma blend, yes. We all been there, girl. We all been there. Over my eye. And it it wasn't even, now when I was younger at six years old, I was really dark Mm -hmm. and um, really dark skin. And um, she tried to blend it, you know, and she kept doing her finger Mm -hmm. over my eye like, Time my party started, I looked at, I was in the bathroom with tissue trying to take that stuff off my face. Aww. I didn't care. I was like, I don't want this. Good. This is me. So I yeah. knew from the beginning that it wasn't going to be a problem. It just, it was different for my mom. Yeah. So here's a question. So you're a six-year-old mm-hmm. girl. Had you ever seen vitiligo before that? Is it a family, anybody in your family, anyone you knew with vitiligo? Never. Never. Wow. I, okay. I, I didn't see anyone in my family with vitiligo until I came to my great-grandmother's funeral in Cairo, Georgia, and I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And my great-grandmother had it on her shin. Mm. And then I saw another one of my family members. I'm not sure who he was, but he had, like, he was really light-skinned, and he had the freckles, like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, hmm. So, yeah, so I know, it, no, you know, I kind of know it's hereditary, in, but yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so here's a six-year-old girl with vitiligo. Um, if your mom is applying makeup, she uh, already knew what it was. Did she take it to the doctor? What, what did they recommend? She did. Um, I actually went to the doctor. Um, I received some of the, um, back in the day, it was the, oh, gosh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. The light therapy. Oh, the light the, therapy, um, yes. Yep, I got that. UV, UV, and yeah. UV therapy, yep, I got that. That didn't work. And she just was just trying to do everything she possibly could to try to help me be more comfortable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was her or me, but mm-hmm. I had I was cool. <laughs> I just wanted to play and have friends, you know. But yes. I think as a parent, you know what I mean, you kind of don't want people because yeah. kids can be cruel. You don't want people to be pointing and laughing and asking questions. But that's where we're going to go next. As it progressed, oh, yeah, as it progressed, like my whole like it just really started like spreading from eye to eye, then around wow. my mouth, on my hands, my mm-hmm. feet and my hands turned completely when I was around thirteen, fourteen, you know what I mean? And then like it just progressed. So, so then six year old, I'm gonna you're in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So how yes. how did kindergarten, first grade, second grade bring me up to that level? How did that go for you? That was as much as I can remember. It was it was normal, normal. I had a normal a normal childhood, and um, I don't I, I I can't say it was normal the whole time. But when it mm-hmm. started, when I was six, it was okay. 
But as but it you progressed, gotta face teenage my, years, you got to face puberty, you got to face the first boyfriend. How 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 is that? That, that part. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh boy, I never really had issues with the boys. Uh-huh. I'm like, y'all, y'all don't care. Men don't care what people look like. They just. But I always had a, um, I always had a, a good spirit. You know what I mean. So I think people just wasn't attracted to me physically. I think they was just attracted to you know, you know, just the type of person I am. I'm just yeah. a very loving personality kind of person yeah so um yeah in fifth grade fourth grade you know they would call me names oh I was everything in the book I'm talking about everything my sis even my family my sisters would do it too but they they would try to do it to get get me mad or if they was mad at me the first thing Mm -hmm. they they would say was that's why you black and white or that's why you (laughs) uh newspaper that's why you a zebra that's why I hated that one (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I used to be like, really? Like, y'all wow. can't come up with nothing else but a zebra. Like, really? Wow. <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, it's just what siblings do. It's just what kids do. You know that yeah. what that that's what they were doing. But but you um, had a good you 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 had a good spirit. You took it all. You know, you took it as best you can. And here you are moving into your early teens, 20s, college, how was life on this journey? Life is, 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 is definitely evolving. It's changing. Um, and my skin was as well. Now, mm. when I got to my, I was married, I got married, I had my first child when I was 21. And I got married when I was 23. Mm-hmm. So my husband, he never, like we met when I was like 18, we started working in the pizza joint together and he always just, he like I never had it with him. You know what I mean? He always treated me like, you know what I mean? We all, we never, we always went out. He loved he never you. never hide me. You know what I mean? He loved me for who I was. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So um, even though it didn't work out, however, we're still good friends. Um, and it was just, it was, it was a learning process for me mm-hmm. as well you know what I mean if for for me to love myself more yeah. you know because I was waiting for that that person to come along to kind of help me love myself you know yeah. when God yeah. like listen you don't need nobody to do that I do that you know what I mean that's my job let me that's do that it. and I'm like I don't yeah. know how to you know what I mean because there was so much and I wouldn't say confusion but you know you never really knew um people's motives you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have this this thing, you know, they think you your self esteem is low and you think they want to be your friend, you think they want to be nice to you, but they're out to they're you know, like almost like a predator, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I kind of just like never knew like if somebody was wanting me for me or you know, or they was just wanting to get what they can get. But it was a little bit of both, you know, growing yeah, up. Yeah, um, like I said, that. we live and we learn. We run mm-hmm. into people that just want our energy, our light, you know what I mean, or to just dim it. And it's just a learning lesson, you know. It's definitely a learning lesson. Now, how how are you? You said you had three three children. Mm-hmm. And 
here they're seeing their mom. She does not look like the other parents coming to the schools for the parent meeting and uh, all of that. How did that work out? And what are some of the questions they would ask? (laughs) Well, that's funny you said that. Absolutely none. Absolutely not. My daughter wants me to show up at her school every chance I get. You know what I mean? I'm like, why? Mom, can you go skating with us? I had to stop around skating last week. Mm. My son, he got in trouble. I have a 22-year-old, 14-year-old, and Mm 6-year-old. My kids are seven years apart, right? Wow. So my oldest son, Joseph, he was just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my second boy, he was like, I was at the school every day. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, are you wow. starting from preschool? Okay. Mm-hmm. So he didn't mind me showing up. And baby girl, she just she just loved her mom. They so, yeah. they're just unconditional love for they have for me. And very, very protective. So nobody don't really, you know. But but the older one, let's say the older one, any question as to whether or not, Mommy, I'm going to get what you have? No. Beautiful. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. It's like you said. They just love Mommy for Mommy. That's it? Yeah. They do. They do. And if they did, I would love them just for them. You know what I mean? It is what it is. We're special. Yeah. I, and my mom, always, she always told me, she still told me this to this day. She said, you remember when you asked me why you had to look like this, why you had to, why your skin had to be different than everybody else's? And mm. she said, do you remember what I told you? And I was like, no. She was like, I told you, you special. You special one got special flowers in his garden, <laughs> and he Amen. made you different. Amen. I said, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. I feel yeah. different. I really do. So from I the first time the, 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 your mom got you into the, using the, the light treatment or whatever else um, back then, you've never resorted back, going back to try to use it again or any, you just decided to leave well enough alone? You know what? Back when, uh, oh gosh, it was around 2013, 2013, 2014, <clears throat> I developed this insecurity. I don't know where it came from, but mm. I had these brown spots on my arms. So when I wore tank tops, it was just horrible. Like, I could not not have my arms out. Like, they was just so, there was so many of them. You know what I mean? I'm like, what mm-hmm. is this? Like, I don't like it. Like, it was just clear. And now it's like all these brown spots on my arm, and I want to wear no tank top. Mm. So um, the guy I was dating at the time, he was like, well, what do you want to do about it? And I'm like, well, I know this doctor, and they do the compounds at his pharmacy, and all I need is to go to a dermatologist, and they just need to write me a prescription, and I can go right here on Lyle Avenue, and they got this pharmacy that do the compound mixing. I mean, I had it all planned out, okay? <laughs> and it was, a, it was a lot of money, too. And it was like some cream that was supposed to compound, and it was supposed to bring, you know, get rid of the dark spots. Mm-hmm. I never went through with it. I never. I said, you know what? Forget it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> forget it 
And it, it went away. It went away. I got my thyroid removed in 2019. Nope, not 2019. I'm sorry. Um, I get dates really mixed up. I got my thyroid removed. So wait a removed. second. Are you saying the brown spots went away on their own? Yes, ma'am. Wow. I was clear. I mean, like, I was a whole new person. I didn't have not one freckle. I went from dark. Without using anything. I look like, you remember Michael Jackson? I went and yes. I did the same thing he did. But I don't know if he had help. Mine, when my thyroid got removed, my skin went one color. Wow. One color. And connection to that. So I was like, hmm, it's very connected. So that's why every time I come in contact with somebody, I see a bit of like, oh, I always ask them about their their thyroid. You Mm -hmm. have autoimmune disorders, asthma, because I suffer from asthma, Um, you know, it's it's a lot. So I've just been trying to piece things together to kind of, you know, get my own kind of thing to see what's, you know, what's the connection. So you've been living life, your journey with vitiligo to this point. Mm-hmm. You would tell someone you've really had a fairly good experience. Wouldn't you say so? It may sound... <laughs> it may sound that way. It does. It's funny that you said that. Like it may sound that way, but um, it has been. Um, it's not for the weak at heart. Let's just say that. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying I'm just this this overly strong person, but it has mm-hmm. definitely made a mu- built built a muscle for me. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not. I'm not who I used to be because of it. I'm a completely whole changed, different person, mm-hmm. um, and I continue to change. So a lot of people see me this, you know, see me one time, and I got a bunch of freckles on my face. I no freckles <laughs> on my face. You know what I mean? I got some freckles on my arms. I got, you know, some come on my chest in the summertime, and then mm-hmm. they leave in the wintertime. It's so weird. Like, it changes a lot. But the only thing that doesn't change is me and my heart. I'm going to always say the same. And the reason why That's I the only thing kinda, the reason I was leading into that question is because I strongly believe that when folks are diagnosed with vitiligo, that what mm-hmm. dermatologists need to do is to have them follow up with a counselor. Because Psychiatrist. Somebody, because I think the 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 mental and emotional toll of this can be heavy, heavy duty. What do you say? Mental mental health has has always been an issue. Um, It runs heavy on my father's side of the family, and Mm -hmm. um, I had a, a, a roundabout with it back in you know when I had my oldest son, and. it kind of lingered for a while. You know, I, I dealt with the, the um, um, after you have the baby, the, the you know, the depression, the postpartum depression. And, mm-hmm. you know, I dealt with a lot of stuff. But I always had a lot of stuff to deal with, period, in my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, And then I hold on to things as well. So um, I think without within, 
And I think the more stress I'm under, the more things I'm holding in, the more I'm not using my voice, the more circles I get. I just think yeah. it just it shows up like that. Yeah. It shows up on the outside. Whatever's going on on the inside shows up shows in up my on the life. In the life. Life. <laughs> I keep saying yeah, that. yeah, you're true. Yeah. You're true. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Now, here you are. Let, I'm going back a little bit, too. Um, you know, support is very important on this journey. Mm-hmm. And yeah. who would you say, you know, of course your mom, but who would you say mm-hmm. you, you have this energy, you have this um, lovable personality so of course your friend your friend list must be extended but yeah what's your support system and do you recommend people find support systems oh definitely definitely I have two beautiful sisters they're twins I have a a older brother and uh, my family is so close Mm -hmm. my nieces my nephews and they so great. Everybody's just great. You know what I mean? They're just doing great things. I'm like, that is such a blessing, you know? Um, But my shows me unconditional love. And they tell me how much they love and appreciate me for everything I've done, everything that I do. And and they, they say it often. So it matters. It definitely matters. It definitely keeps me going. I can tell you that much. So family is very important. Now that that is, you know, everybody don't have that. So thank God that you had from Definitely. such a young age, you know, um, having your mom and 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 a strong support system around is good. So for those who don't have support system, tell us about um, where you are in Rochester. I don't personally know of a support group in your area, but is there any support group support systems in your area? Um, not that I can think of. Um, the the closest one that I um no, no, everything is mostly online. Um, mm-hmm. all the support groups. Um I did join one um just recently actually. I think it had to have been in twenty twenty one, but um yeah, there's really no support groups in Rochester. I I, mm-hmm. felt, I really almost kind of felt like I'm the only one that had it. You know what I mean? I'm like, and that was the next question. Are there other people? Do you see other people on the streets and stuff? There, there were, and I, like eventually, like I started seeing people and meeting people that had it as well. I even just met this lady in the grocery store the other day, and she had it. Wow. And, you know, me and her came out the stall at the same time, and we looked at each other, and we bust out laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> and then she took her phone out, and she was like, oh, my daughter got it. And you got to see her. And she's bringing her color wow. back by the things she's eating. And I'm like, oh, she wants to there. There you go, Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly can like, start a like, group. There you go. You can start a that, group. That would be nice. But I don't think I would encourage I don't know I just don't want to go back that way that's you know that's a long way yeah you know what yeah. I mean um, well, I it, it depends people that's just starting to transition and they still have more you know dark than light spots I would say yes change the way you eat change your gut health change you yes. know what I mean and then things will start changing me for me to bring all my dark color back it would 
It just, yeah. I, I always told myself when I was little, even when somebody said, even when, like, if I was just walking by myself and I said, if God, if I had a wish and somebody said, do you want your color back? I would say no. And I don't know why I would, I agree. Not, I would I agree. have that conversation with me. I agree. I would just have that conversation with myself and I say, I would say no. I'm not yeah. going back. Yeah. And I'm I think that's the all. answer you know I, mean? I tend to get. I get that answer from a majority of people. You know, we've been mm-hmm. on this journey for so long. We're comfortable. Yes. We're done. We're set. You know, honestly, um, the FBA is on the verge of coming out with a treatment. Uh, between now mm-hmm. and April 1st, they, you sh- they should be making that announcement. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, when they ask my opinion as one of the leaders in the country, uh, my answer is hooray, yes, for anybody that wants it, especially, especially the children that are going to school today where bullying is an issue, I am 100% wholeheartedly in favor of treatment for anybody that wants the treatment, especially the baby. But for Valerie, I would, for me, I would I'm definitely good. be with it 100% wholeheartedly if it was a natural treatment, definitely. If it was something natural, yes. On the other hand, it's, it's, it, I would think it's more or less that that person's individual opinion, you know what I mean? Yeah. However, yeah. I think awareness should be more, awareness is definitely, it should be talked about more. It oh, should be recognized more. I know we have Vitiligo, absolutely. you know, National Vitiligo Day in June, but I don't think, I think there's millions, there's more people, there's people more now than than back in the 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah. More now that has it, and it, it, it needs to be one more aware. Things, I think there needs to be more awareness. One of the things that happened when the conference was here in Massachusetts, in my state, um, we mm-hmm. had the 2018 conference here at um, the University of Massachusetts campus, and I tell mm-hmm. you, it was a pleasure when Dr. John, who was my co-host, um, was able to make connections. So live on the screen, before us in this major auditorium, we said hi to the group in China. We said hi to the group in Africa. We said hi to the group in Australia and another country. Live on the screen, we were looking at all these people who were sitting in their auditorium waiting for us. And when we heard the numbers, they said the group in China, the membership to the Vitiligo organization in China, the membership is 900. I almost fall off my seat. Really? Okay. In China? China. Oh, wow. And see, we won't notice that because, you know, you, you the melanin, that's a whole different conversation. But there's a lot of people out here with vitiligo. And the, the doctor said, in China alone, the membership at the vitiligo membership is 900 for their group when they come together and they sign in. 900. We almost wow. lost the seat. Yeah. So that is a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a sister up in um, Buffalo, New York. She's been with us for a while, and she's looking to start a group. So we're excited, um, you know, to support people. When we say support, 
we, we, our support meetings never encourage medicine, never encourage you going to that. We don't encourage any of that. We're just there to support you, let you know what's happening, support you with information, support you with whatever, you know, we can help you with. That's what our groups do. We're not out there, you know, waving a banner for any particular um, doctor, any mm-hmm. particular medicine, any particular makeup right. line. We're not mm-hmm. doing that. We're supporting one another, encouraging one. We have people that come to a meeting. I think that's very important. And I think yes. to encourage is mostly, you know what I mean? And this that's right it. here, I love this platform because just sharing a story, you know what I mean? You can help people. Oh, yeah. You know, your story, your mess can be a message, you know. That's right. And Ooh, I'm not saying that, that like, and, and I hate to talk about it like it's not, it, it was easy for me, but it wasn't, but it, it kind of, you know, I made it to 43, so I'm like, I can't really remember the hard times, you know what I mean? Mm. I, I remember that I had support, and I remember that I had family. I remember right. that I had friends. I remember right. that I played double dutch, and I remember that I used to run around the projects, and I remember that I wore shorts, and I remember that. You know, I just don't remember, On you know, I don't have those bad memories just Kimberly, just, just you around. are blessed. You are blessed. Yes. Because a lot of people don't have that. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people don't have that. What drove me? I experienced uh, experienced sexual abuse at 11. I mean, I experienced it all. I mean, I mean all in. And I kind of thought it was because, you know, I was an easy target or, you know, people thought I probably had low self-esteem or I was Mm. just a lover. I just wanted people to be happy and somebody took advantage, you know, of just Mm. wanting me to – um, just, just, I just want them to be. I looked at this person as a father figure. You know what I mean? I just want you to be happy. You know, so, you know, people do take, and that's things that I do want to get out to the younger community and the younger people that do have it. You are beautiful. You are perfect. Yes. Do not let nobody yeah. use what they can against you to get what they want and then leave you in the mess for 40 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to get that message out. I want to let these young people know that you are beautiful. Don't let nobody tell you that vitiligo um, um, is, is who you are. It's just something mm. you have at the moment. That's why I don't, I don't call it. it my vitiligo. It's never <laughs> mine. You know what I mean? This is something it. I, it's something I deal with. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a good way of right. looking at it. Good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. This is something I got right now, you know, and 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 it sets me apart. So it's yes. a blessing for me, you yeah. know, because we can all fall. So we can all come together and start looking alike, you know, and doing the same thing. When I think of what you're saying, it, it caused me to remember um, in 2019 and getting a phone call from a group in North Carolina about a little girl not wanting to go to school, second grader. And, you know, uh, COVID was not announced. This pandemic had not yet reached us. And here this little girl is trying to play in the playground, trying to mingle and have fun as a second grader. They said she was bullied every day. When I heard that, I shipped two books. I asked our team member to please get get permission to go into that classroom from her teacher, from principal, read this storybook to her, and also wrapped up nicely with a ribbon and everything, want to present to her when you're done reading. And I tell you, 
to to I'm I put myself in your place at six years old, put myself in that place of that little girl and somebody's reading a storybook that talks about vitiligo. You know what I would say? Oh my God, I'm in the book. And so with that that little girl's life has changed. She's the call has dropped again, ladies and gentlemen. A call has dropped. Um, don't know what um uh, is happening on that end. Are you there, Kimberly? I'm here. I don't know. It seemed like your call dropped again. I just wanted to say about the little girl in, <laughs> in North Carolina. We sent that book. The book was read to the class, and that little girl from that day henceforth, that little girl life has changed. She heard a story oh, wow. about a child with vitiligo. She was in the book. And then the teacher oh. said they want to present you with this book. That little girl's life has changed. So when we say we have a support group, this is the job of it, friends. This is the job of encouraging and, and helping folks that their journey with vitiligo would be a little lighter, would have some support to it, like you did as a child growing up. Yes. You had support. Um, oh, yeah. You know, you weren't, it sounded like you weren't, you know, bullied, cruel, just cruel people out there on the playground. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so oh, yeah. we were I've able to help those. I dealt with those too. Yeah. 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 But those aren't the, those aren't the memories that I choose to remember. You know what ah, I mean? Ah, say um, that again. That's I just good. think I, it's 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 just not. Those aren't the memories that I choose to remember. I know hmm. I I had a very I had a reg, almost almost a regular childhood. You know, I got to play, good. I had friends. I started dance class when I was six. I was really good at it. I stayed in it for a really long time, me and my two sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, I swimmed. I had best friends. I had a daddy that came and got me on the weekends. You know what really? I mean? So him and my mom was together. I still, my father was in my life. Yeah. Um, it, it just, I had a grandmother. I spent the summer. You know, I'd go to my grandma's house. She'd give us all kinds of food and Capri Suns, like, I remember the good stuff. It's good. Nobody never really shunned me away. Nobody never really was embarrassed. My stepmother was. I hate to admit it, but my stepmother was kind of like, mm, your daughter coming over for the weekend, I guess we're going to be in the house. Kind of, you know. Wow. Because right, I know, you know, she knows she's going to want to be with me. And she had, a, she had my sister. She had a little girl a couple years after I was born. Mm. And she was like, she kind of made me feel like I was just like, person that made me kind of feel bad when I was little, but that's it. Wow. That's it. My stepmother. Look, my stepmother. I hope she ain't listening. Well, I hope she is listening. That's that's something no, I never you're being, you're being real. I've never really talked really about. You're being real. It is. It is what it is. And, and it's yeah. something I obviously have been holding in my heart that time, you know, a long time. So yeah. I didn't realize how bad, you know what I mean, she made me feel until, like, now. So I'm glad yeah. I did realize that, you know. And that's but what, forget when, it, when, we, when we talk about counseling, that's some of what counseling will bring to the surface. So that people could push those away, bring them to the surface, and then right. throw them off, oh, yeah. you know. That's why we blow away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because a lot of people yeah. let them things go right on back down. Yeah. And, and and grow and grow. Oh, no, you don't and want then, that. Yeah. I, I, 
Yeah. I brought a lot of things to the surface, and then I looked. I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with all of this? <laughs> you know, when you bring it all to the surface, you're like, what in the heck I'm going to do with this now? You know, yeah. and then you have to just take your time one thing at a time yeah. and just deal with it. Acknowledge it, sit in those emotions, and release. Because if you don't, you'll find yourself 42 years old telling your mom what happened to you at 11. Yeah. And yeah. you know how many years that is of holding <laughs> in that dirt that shame, that guilt, that, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's not good. It's not good for your health. It's not good for your wealth. No it ain't good for nothing. No. <laughs> it's no. not good. It's so right. Know? So right. Yeah. So I think, um, I think I, I, I'm, on, I'm on the right path. I think That's I'm on good. the right path. That's good. Yeah. Now, if there's somebody else yeah. there newly diagnosed, and as we wrap up, if there's somebody else there newly diagnosed, Based on what you've told me about your journey, you've done well. Somebody out there struggling and they're newly diagnosed, give them an encouraging word. Would you do that for me? If you are newly diagnosed with vitiligo, just understand everything happens for a reason. It's not to hurt or harm you. It's to help you. We are all different. We come in different shapes, sizes, and colors. And there's nothing. If God brought you to it, he will definitely see you through Mm. it. So Mm. love yourself. Love yourself unconditionally. Do not leave it up to nobody else. They won't do it the way you can do it. Learn to love yourself whole. Learn to love yourself completely. Be okay with who you are. And then the world around you will be okay with you as well. Respect yourself, and they'll respect you as well. Wow. Wow. That is deep. That is deep. Listen, I thank you. Something you said earlier about a mess and a message, I wish you would say that one more time. What did you say? She's going to make anybody mess into a message. You know what I mean? Listen. Make your mess a message. You know what I mean? Because it's not like we're alone. We're not out here alone. There's somebody going through the same thing you went through or you're going through, and they need you. There's so many people connected to us. Mm. And it took me a long time to realize that because I was shamed. I had a lot of, I carried a lot of shame. I carried a lot of guilt. I carried a lot of um, 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 imposter syndrome. Yes. You know what I mean? I didn't feel like I was, I could say the things that, and mean them, and and, and, and without being looked at as phony or, or she don't feel that way about herself, or, you know what I mean? But I really do. Yes. It is, it wasn't always like this, you know what I mean? But I came to love myself because I always left it in the hands of somebody else. Mm. I always gave my heart to somebody else to, 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 to take care of it, and they always fumbled it. So I said, no more. That's it. I'll do I got this. <laughs> I got this until God sends his best for me. You know what I mean? And then so, when I know, when I know what I know, then I'll hand it. But so until then. Simply, simply put, you're saying it's all about loving yourself. It's That's all about it. it. Yeah. It's yeah. all about it. That's yeah. it. That's the, it's called a self-love journey. 
Yeah, look in the and mirror. Lastly, listen, if you could love yourself like this, you could love yeah. yourself anyway. Look in the mirror and talk to yourself. He goes, and Mary J. Blige got a new song. She say, hey, gorgeous. Good morning, gorgeous. <laughs> That's it. Just That's say it. it. You look in the mirror and you say, good morning, gorgeous. Yeah. Just in case nobody at your job, just in case nobody on the street say it to you, you have already said it to yourself. Hey, what they say, there's going to be extra. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be extra because I yeah. already said it. Yours yeah. is extra, you know. But yeah, you well, gotta fill your way. cup first. Fill your own cup. That's it. I'm sorry. Let it let it begin mm-hmm. with you. Yes. Yes. Definitely. But Kimberly, I am cup. so excited that we're gonna have to do this because of all the technical issues we've tackled this morning. We're gonna have to do this one more time. But um, we should. Right I think I've jumped around a lot, but I've never. When I tell you, I've never gotten to the point where I could just literally just tell my story. I'm like, you know how you'd be like, who want to hear this? Who want to? You know. <laughs> but there's people out there that want to hear it. There's oh, people yeah. that need to hear it. Yeah. But I said, you know what? I started writing a book, and it's called Changing Phases, ah. and it's called Changing Faces slash Phases. Wow. And it's definitely about the evolution of Kimberly Eumas, the evolution mm-hmm. of vitiligo and, yeah. you know, from six to 43, the, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's, 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 it's all about that. So I look forward to that. I look forward to hearing more about that. And I look forward Good. to getting you to be on our, our on our teaching. Um, we'll talk a little about, you know, coming on, what we're doing is on Zoom and we may do two classes or three classes of you showing us how to make something. The community. Yeah, we could do nice skills. We can go over. We could do test. We could test stuff. We could do nice skills. I could talk. I mean, we could do just about anything. So that would be fun. Let's tackle that offline for sure. Let's tackle that this coming week offline and and make some plans. Let's make some plans. Sounds great. All right, listen. It was wonderful. I thank you for your time. I thank you for your patience and your understanding with technology here. Sometimes it gets difficult, but this was good. This is good. You're so What's welcome. Your You're comment? so very what? welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I do. You're welcome. You're welcome. God bless you. Stay well. Stay safe. We'll do it again. You as well. Have a good day. Right. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my conversation with Kimberly Yemis. I didn't want to mess it up. And it was a great conversation. Just talking about the journey with vitiligo. What was it like? How did you handle it? Where, what, where did you, who did you, did you turn to? And all of that good stuff. And it was a wonderful, short conversation. And so i um, looking forward to doing some more work with her and hopefully one day seeing a, a group out of Rochester, New York will be interesting on the, on the East Coast. We're trying to get some stuff on the East Coast. But it was a wonderful Sunny in Florida for her. She said she's in Florida right now. Sunny here in Boston, but a bit on the cold side. We pray that wherever you are in the world, that you are safe. You're having a great Saturday afternoon and enjoying your life and your family and what is happening around you. Let us continue to pray for the folks in Ukraine. Let us continue to pray for our global vitiligo community, um, 
June 25th is coming very soon. And so uh, celebrations will be going on globally, globally. Africa, we stay connected with folks in Africa, with um, the LIGO Research Foundation. We're hearing what's happening around the world. Um, Jean-Marie out of France has sent us some updates on things that's happening in Paris and so on and so forth. We're excited. June 24th, 25th, we, that weekend, we will be in Bloomington, Minnesota. Uh, we're excited about what's going to happen. There's lots of surprises, um, comedians and doctors um, but most importantly for me, or what I'm excited about the most, I should say, is the release, the first release um, of our vit, uh, vitiligo documentary entitled More Than Our Skin. The first showing will be Friday night at the conference there in Bloomington, Minnesota. You don't want to miss this. The entire Staff of Hull Bay Productions um, will be on hand, as well as us five um, leading uh, stars of this um, documentary. Five of us telling our stories will be on the floor to answer questions at the round table. And again, the entire staff of Hull Bay Production will be present. And so that is exciting on Friday night. Saturday, it's all day Saturday with the kids also going off to Mall of America with chaperones uh, to explore the play area in the Mall of America. Um, Saturday night, we'll have a banquet, dance, and all of that with a a well-known, I've heard that it's a well-known radio DJ um, from Bloomington, um, to give us live music. Um, it's it's going to be an exciting time. Sunday morning, there'll be uh, one or two things happening on Sunday morning. For, uh, for me, I know that we'll have a small worship service area as well um, with Minister um, uh, Reverend Dr. Wallace Henry and Minister Millicent Meadows and others um, running a, a worship set, section on Sunday morning for those who may be missing church uh, in their hometown. Um, But we're excited that, you know, the pandemic is slowly going away and we can prepare ourselves uh, to go to Minnesota. It's long overdue. We will 2020, 2021, but it looks like we'll definitely be able to do 2022. Um, Lots of things are happening in our vitiligo community. We've done some um, filming um, with the Boston, with the Pfizer. We've done some filming with Insight. We've done uh, Boston Globe article that we hope lots of you have had a chance to see. Um, and so many more things are happening. We're just looking for. We're participating this coming um, Monday in a global event called Rare Disease Day. It's every year on the last day of February. And this is the first time um, Vit Friends is invited to, to participate 
and I will be the speaker with our team present. And I'm excited. I'm just so excited that all of the doors that are being opened to us, that we're able to walk in, participate, be have an opportunity to be included at the table for so many different things. And it's a wonderful time in life, and we're grateful. Listen, please stay safe, continue to stay well, and we will see you at the next uh, podcast. Thank you to Mark Braxton and the other members, um, Tiffany Grant, and our latest um, addition is Lady Diane Tribbett out of Houston, Texas. Her show aired for the first time on 2-22-22, Faith for the Journey. Faith. Everybody needs faith. Um, and so Faith for the Journey was a success with the first showing and listen for more things happening. Um, we have some announcements coming up for the podcast where we want to extend to the community. If you're interested in doing a show on our podcast platform, we're going to be opening up that avenue, that doorway to the the entire um, national community to um, purchase a spot on our platform. Our podcasts are being heard on iHeartRadio, the national um, broadcast, the radio broadcasting system of the United States. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, and um, we're on some other um, platforms offered by Facebook as well. Mark Braxton is preparing to put out a report on our Facebook page as to the countries, uh, over 30-plus countries that we are reaching on a regular basis with this platform. Again, this is Valerie Molyneux. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following and keeping abreast of what we're doing in and for the community. Our podcasts are now being sponsored by My Vitiligo's team. And again, Valerie Molyneux, Vit Friends, Vitiligo Support Community, wishing you a wonderful afternoon. God bless. That's a word.